This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. The mindset of an inspired generation. Power 98.7. Now we're talking. Exactly uh, 14 minutes uh, past uh, seven on the line with uh, uh, NICED's Acting Executive uh, Director, Professor Adrian Turin, to talk to us about uh, the fourth wave. Apparently, we are counting down now a few days as we exit the uh, uh, fourth wave. Um, Prof, good morning. Good morning, Quinn, and good morning to your, your listeners. Thank you for the uh, invitation. Thank you so much uh, for coming through to talk to us. Let's get straight to that. I mean, uh, uh, so good news, I would guess, that uh, we are finally exiting the COVID-19 uh, fourth wave in about 10 or so days. I would think so. I think we just need to be, be cautious. There are always these uh, little wrinkles that can mm. happen. Um, I think one of them is obviously um, people now returning um, to work, um, school. So I think we need to just keep our focus on, on the numbers there. But if the trajectory is as it has been, as you've described, it's been a very uh, sharp decline in the numbers of cases. There are still numbers of cases per day. Um, then I think we just need to keep an eye on that. I think more importantly <clears throat> is to just to keep an eye on the hospitalizations and deaths as well. But if the trend has been what it is, then I, I think um, I think this has been a, a reasonably um, reasonable um, fourth wave versus the, the the previous one that we've, we've had. So 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 basically, the this is looking at the trajectory and the numbers that we're seeing, and it gives us an optimistic view, sort of that in about ten or so days we might be out of uh, the the fourth wave. At least um, perhaps some particular provinces may be coming out of that, let's say yeah. Hartang and sure. a few others, uh, whereas perhaps Western Cape, Northern Cape may be uh, different, but they may well then still still exit. So I think these are, are good signs. But e- exiting the, the, the wave, as, as you say, does not necessarily mean that, that there are no cases. It just means that um, in terms of the mathematical calculations that we're, we're out of the fourth wave, but we will still have um, some levels of um, infections ongoing. So it, it does still mean for now um, that we have still have to keep our guard up in the sense of still people wearing masks, adhering to, adhering to, to distance, and of course getting vaccinated. I think that's the, a very big focus that, that should, we should be focusing on is really getting people um, to be vaccinated. And now that there are um, options of actually having a booster, I think is also to ensure that we uh, have people getting those booster shots. And of course, keeping track of the, the variants. As you know, we've, we've had this particular variant, but we don't know what, what's um, coming along our way in terms of the evolution of this virus. Mm. So, Prof, does this mean that we need to be uh, on alert for a fifth wave? Is there an idea as to when and how? Because the fourth wave was sort of in brackets predicted uh, as to when it's coming, uh, uh, you know, almost to the day, as it were. Yes, I think sometimes we just need to be be cautious. I I think that some of this um, is within our grasp in the sense of if we continue, as I said, to to vaccinate fairly large parts of our, our population, um, ensuring that we adhere to, uh, you know, with the wearing of masks and so forth. And I think those are the sorts of things that we needed to have in place to try and stay off. I, I agree with you. It's very difficult to, to, to manage this virus because it's, it's aerosol-borne. Um, but I think we still can make efforts to, to try and, and keep the numbers down.
Mm. And, and I mean, so th- there's been a lot of talk about uh, the uh, Alpha, Delta, Omicron and so forth. Uh, and already we are hearing that uh, in other parts of the world, we are seeing other um, variants. I mean, how, how, mm-hmm. how, how are we as South Africa preparing for a possible, uh, if anything, or how should we, uh, a, an outbreak of a different vir- um, variant or even the fifth wave as it is? You know, I mean, yes, one would say if absolutely. if history is anything to go by, uh, come the when the cold season comes in, we're probably going to go into a fifth wave. Those are possibilities, and yeah. I think what is really um, stands South Africa in good stead is that it has a, a network of laboratories that does what we call molecular sequencing. So we are trying as best we can um, to keep track of what the, the variants are or uh, that they may appear, so that we can have some alert. Um, whether or not there are variants of, of concern. And as you saw the last, um, with this particular wave, for example, um, once the variant was identified, it immediately became a variant of concern. So the virus continues to, um, if you like, evolve. Not mm. like it does evolve. Um, I think the, the point is, what as it evolves, what's actually happening? What are the, the implications for those particular mutations? Um, not yet just here in South Africa, but worldwide. And so there are variations that, that we are seeing in the virus, but at this point, there are no additional variants um, other than this particular one, Omicron, um, that, that is dominant um, currently. Mm. Prof, I know you don't have a crystal ball, but I mean, will, will we ever in a couple of years look back and say, yo, those three years of COVID were horrible? I mean, is there a, a, an inkling of hope that this could be a thing of the past where uh, in, in years to come we'll talk about it like the way they spoke about the bubonic plague? Yes, I think maybe I hope our optimism is not misplaced, but it, it's our sense is that, and maybe Omicron is, is a good example of a virus where we actually have um, come through this with large numbers of cases, um, at least in South Africa, um, and, and it has not resulted in an overwhelming of our hospital systems. Certainly, mm. we, we are still concerned that there are hospitalizations and deaths, but have we reached that particular point, you know, where there is now adaptation or what is called endemic um, equilibrium, where the virus is in circulation, but we can manage it, um, we can control it, because we have the, the necessary tools, such as the wearing of masks or vaccines, so we can certainly adapt and uh, open our economy, uh, greater mobility and, and so forth. So we may reach that, that particular point. We don't have a seasonal um coronavirus at this time in terms of, of this particular virus, but perhaps we will reach that that particular point where you, we have what's called seasonal forcing, uh, where it will become a virus like influenza in circulation, but that we can manage. Mm-mm. And uh, how's the uh, take-up of um, vaccines? I mean, I'm not sure if you're able to, um, yeah. to talk on that directly, but are we seeing more people warming up, taking up mm. uh, a vaccine and now? Because, I mean, we are also, people are saying, how oh, booster shot already, you know? Yes. Uh, yeah, so I have been watching, monitoring some of that. And, and um, I think, unfortunately, I think with the December holidays and people moving about and, and wanting to take a break, unfortunately, I think that those numbers um, certainly declined. I'm hoping that um, it will be reversed um, now that we're um, completing our, our summer holidays. That, mm. in fact, we will make even greater strides to ensure that 
um, vaccines are accessible and that people are being vaccinated. I think that's really going to be critical for us. Prof, we're going to have to be there. Thank you so much for coming through. That is uh, Professor Adrian Puran, who's the NRCD's acting executive director. So give or take 10 days or so, we are out of the fourth wave, but that doesn't mean it's the end. You know, you still have to do all those things. If you're not vaccinated and uh, you're not an anti-vaxxer, by all means do that, because we still have that, unfortunately. Uh, you know, that we, and, and that such is life. We, we differ on, on this kind of things. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.